Good morning, everybody. You're tuning in to the news at Morning Mixtape. It is Monday, July 3rd, and I'm your host, Vanessa DiBario, reporting for CGRU 1280am in Toronto. Here are our top stories from this morning. First up, a large tornado made landfall in Alberta on Saturday, leaving homes destroyed. Our second story looks at the grocery rebate Canadians can expect in a couple of days. Then, Twitter limits the number of tweets users can read in a day. And finally, police arrest over 2,000 people following riots in France. And lastly, we will hear from Ben, who attended the Indigenous Arts Festival on June 18th. So let's get into this morning's news. Many homes are damaged after a large tornado ripped through central Alberta on Canada Day. Police said the tornado went through Mountain View County, a community north of Calgary, on Saturday afternoon. CBC News reports 12 homes were damaged and five were completely leveled. Livestock is also reported to be missing or killed by the tornado. The RCMP initially told media that injuries were reported in the affected area. Police have updated this, saying it doesn't appear anyone was hurt. According to CBC News, a woman had to be helped out of her basement after her house was completely destroyed. The fire chief says she was able to get out without a scratch. The tornado prompted an emergency alert on Saturday afternoon for towns in the affected area. A couple hours later, authorities canceled the alert. According to CTV News, the tornado was on the ground for at least 30 minutes. Prime Minister Justin Trudeau tweeted about the tornado, saying Canadians are here for the victims and are keeping them in their thoughts. For our next story, eligible Canadians can expect to receive a new grocery rebate on Wednesday. The rebate is scheduled to be issued on July 5th, alongside the next quarterly GST-HST credit payment. The benefit was first announced as part of the 2023 federal budget. The rebate was introduced to help Canadians offset higher grocery bills due to inflation. The measure will cost the federal government $2.5 billion. According to CTV News, the rebate is set to roll out to about 11 million low- and modest-income households. Eligible Canadians include those entitled to receive a GST-HSD credit payment for January 2023 and who have filed their latest tax returns. The grocery rebate will be equivalent to double the GST-HSD credit amount received in January. According to the CRA, the rebate won't arrive as a separate deposit to your bank account, but instead, it will be lumped together with the scheduled GST-HSD credit. For our next story this morning, Twitter has limited the number of tweets users can view daily. In an announcement, Twitter owner Elon Musk said this measure is being introduced to prevent unauthorized scraping of potentially valuable data from the platform. People must now log onto the platform to view tweets and profiles. CTV News reports this as a major change to the site's long-time practice of allowing everyone to join the conversation without having an account. Users who exceed the restrictions are unable to view additional tweets. Twitter users reported an error message saying, Rate limit exceeded. Please wait a few moments, then try again. Musk said the restrictions are a temporary measure to counteract degrading service to users caused by data stealers. The initial limits included restricting unverified accounts to read 600 daily posts and verified accounts to 6,000. Musk later raised these limits twice on Saturday when facing backlash from Twitter users. As of Sunday, the limits sit at 1,000 tweets for unverified users and 10,000 for verified. It is unclear how the site calculates what counts as a red tweet. It is also unclear when the temporary limits will be lifted. 
for our final story of this morning. Police arrest over 2,000 people in France following riots over a teen's killing by police. A 17-year-old was killed by police early last week. For over five days, rioting and looting raged across French cities. France deployed over 40,000 police officers to disband the violence triggered by outrage following the teen's death. The teen is identified as Niall, who was of Algerian heritage and shot dead during a traffic stop in a Paris suburb. According to CNN, a passerby captured footage of the incident, showing two officers standing on the driver's side of the car. One of the officers discharged his gun at the driver, despite not appearing to face any immediate threat. CNN reports the officer said he fired his gun because he was scared the boy would run someone over with the car. According to CTV News, the officer accused of killing Niall was given a preliminary charge of voluntary homicide. Protesters took to the streets, carrying signs saying, Police kill, as Niall's death ignited the anger of racial bias in the country. According to CNN, activists believe Niall's race was a factor in his killing. Street clashes between young protesters and police continue despite appeals from the French government for parents to keep their children at home. According to authorities, rioters set over 2,000 fires and ransacked many stores. France's President Emmanuel Macron blamed social media for fueling violence following the incident. On Saturday, France's Justice Minister Dupont Moretti warned anyone who calls for violence on social media could face public legal prosecution. Hundreds of police and firefighters have reportedly been injured, but authorities haven't released injury tallies for protesters. The violence is taking a toll on France's international relations. On Saturday, Macron postponed a visit to Germany, which would have marked the first visit by a French president to the country in over 20 years. According to the National Post, this is the second time in months that French unrest hurt Macron diplomatically. The first occurrence was when King Charles cancelled his first foreign visit as king to France because of the protests over Macron's pension reform plans. According to CNN, Macron attended an Elton John concert the day after Niall's death, while riots broke out nationwide. A procession for Niall formed on Saturday, followed by a viewing of the open coffin by friends and family. Well, that was all for me today. And now I'll leave you with Ben on attending the Indigenous Art Festival. Take it away, Ben. Hi, everyone. I'm Benjamin Bilgan, reporting for CGRU 1280 AM in Toronto. I joined a round dance this weekend. It was part of the Name Res Powwow, an Indigenous Arts Festival at Fort York. The festival was founded by the Mississaugas of the Credit First Nation and Name Res, a community organization that provides outreach services and permanent housing to Indigenous men experiencing homelessness in Toronto. The round dance was led by the Manitou Mikwa Singers, a hand drum group from the Mississaugas of the Credit, composed of a mother, six daughters, and one son. The round dance started with an invitation. I encourage you to come out and dance. Uh, the reason for round dances is that we all kind of, you know, join together in unity. People at the festival, community members, children, and elders, all started to walk towards the stage from all sides, as if being drawn in by an invisible force.
People linked hands and began to move in unison in a circle. Inside the circle, I started to look around me. I saw smiling faces, people I had never seen before, but it felt like we were part of something together. We were in sync. At the end of the dance, we all raised our hands, somehow knowing what to do, and met at the center of the circle in celebration. We were now face to face with each other. The round dance got me thinking about just how valuable moments like this are, about the wisdom of creating embodied community. I didn't know the stories of my partners in the round dance, I didn't even know their names, but I still felt connected to everyone in that circle. After the dance ended, the circle disintegrated, and people went back to their spots on the lawn. I walked past the rows of chairs and food stands, the festival tents displaying the flags of the corporate sponsors, TD and the Ontario Lottery and Gaming Corporation. But I was still thinking about the faces I had seen up close in the round dance, when we all met in the center. I wondered, what would our city look like if we encountered each other in a round dance? What if landlords looked across the circle and saw their tenants? What if bosses linked arms with their workers? What if bankers came face to face with their debtors in the middle of the circle at the end of the dance, and they had nowhere to look but into each other's eyes? What would happen? I'll be back with more Everyday Encounters. Thanks for listening. Thank you so much, Ben. And that was all from this morning's newscast. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening. For CGRU 1280 AM in Toronto, I'm Vanessa Tiberio. Thank you for listening.